My name is Chad Peters, President, CEO, and Director of Ridgeline Minerals. Ridgeline is a Nevada-focused precious and base metal explorer focused firmly on making new discoveries in old districts. And uh, we have uh, multiple partnerships with other uh, with Nevada gold mines and a really exciting discovery coming together at our Selena project. Chad, nice to meet you. We've not met or spoken, well, certainly not until we had not a little official, chat official, before yeah. um, off, offline. And want to introduce this story to our followers, listeners, subscribers, et cetera, because I thought it was quite an interesting model that you've employed. This, yeah. So tell people a little bit about the business plan. What, what have you set up to try to do? Yeah, you know, actually our, our business plan has actually evolved quite a bit over, you know, we were a private company from 2018 through 2020. Mm. Obviously with the pandemic, that was a bit of a crazy time, but we ended up going public in 2020. Um, and at that time, we were 100% expiration, right? We had four projects, every single one of them, we were advancing ourselves spending the money. Um, as the market turned over the last couple of years, what we realized is we can't do this 100% on our own, right? Access to capital was too hard, too difficult to raise cash, and firm just were not in the market that was rewarding early stage exploration. So what we did is we identified our most prospective projects. This, in this case, it was our Selena project. That's our flagship. We own it 100%. We're spending the lion's share of our capital on that project, and we think it could be a, a globally significant CRD discovery. But what we've also done is we actually did a deal, two deals now, with Nevada Gold Mines, totaling $40 million US. That is on our uh, some of our gold projects, which are deep, expensive targets, really great upside potential, but we frankly couldn't lose them. Ed, absolutely. Okay. That's smart. I, think I, I, spoke, I spoke to a lot of people today and yesterday here, yeah. only just realizing that. Perhaps that might be a smart way forward. Um, but look, so let's, let's talk about Selena first, but that's CRD. So CRD is what? Well, yeah, yeah carb uh, right. Yeah. Sorry, being a geologist here. Um, carbonate replacement deposits. So uh, carbonate replacement deposits are genetically associated with porphyries. Mm -hmm. If you have a copper porphyry in the general vicinity, there's a really good chance you have a, a carbonate replacement deposit. Now, copper porphyries are obviously massive, but CRDs in their own right can be, you know, really exciting stories. Uh, great examples like the Taylor deposit, which obviously yeah. everyone's heard of, right? Yeah. That's one of the bigger ones, but they can be, you know, you can pack a lot of metal into a very small space. And I'm, I'm talking about this commercial CRD, I mean, is about, what, what do we call it? Zone down the west coast of America? You call it whatever you want. Right. It's fine. It's all good. Um, so really what you have is down the entire western U.S., yeah. all the way into Mexico, and actually all the way up to Alaska as well you have um, what could be considered a porphyry CRD belt, mm -hmm. right? You see it all the way. Um, Western Alaska Minerals is having success uh, in Alaska going after that exact type of deposit. Um, you know, IED Gold, uh, us in Nevada, um, Reina Silver in Nevada is also going after this style. And then all the way down into Mexico, you know, Fresno, um, you know, Reina Silver is active there as well. So, I mean, long story short, these things are huge. They're scattered all the way across the Western US and um, they're kind of an underexplored deposit style. And we think there's an opportunity there. Right, and you, obviously you've got to pay for this. You've got to pay for the work who can do that. And your solution has been, yes, we will raise money in the market when, as and when we need to, but with Nevada Gold, you've got, so Nevada Gold Mines, right, so I don't know, full title. Um, you, you've done it deal. so you mentioned the big number, they're 40 million, um, they've got deep pockets, big balance sheet, that's fine for them. So. Did, are you operating? Are they operating? How does that relationship work? No. So in this case, actually, they were excited enough about both projects that they wanted to operate the projects. Okay. And we thought that was great because I'm trying to keep my team lean. So, um, you know, we have three geologists, including myself, on the team. Uh, we're firmly focused on Selena. They took um, both uh, Swift and Carlin East. Right. They're putting $30 million in the ground at Swift and $10 million in the ground at Carlin East. Okay. Now, if they spend those amounts and hit those certain milestones, 
they would earn 70% of the product. What I think is really exciting about both these deals is let's say a meaningful discovery is made, Ridgeline retains a 25% fully carried interest all the way to first gold pour. To first gold pour? To first gold pour. So, you know, that is, I think when you look at uh, a lot of examples of juniors, partners with majors, the junior gets penalized for success, right? Because the junior can't keep up to the spending requirements of that joint venture. We've eliminated that risk, right? So maybe we own a little bit less being only maybe only 25%. Okay, how? That that I've not heard before, Okay. okay? Most people say up to the point of final investment decision, up to the point of DFS. Yep. Or, or even earlier. So you, you get free carry all the way through to port. Then what happens at that point? Uh, so we are uh, we are able to participate in the profits future. So after right. after first gold pour, we would re- essentially NGM, let's just say hypothetically it's mine, they would pair off all the operating costs out of our 25% portion. Mm-hmm. We would then get whatever profit of our 25% is left over. So to, to what? Forever. Life of mine. Life of mine. Yeah, still, yeah, it's not a bad well, life. Okay, yeah. so th- so that's the that's the kind of future immunity stream. Yep, that 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 bodes well. Um, so any any so how do you how do you do more of that? Because that sounds quite nice. Well, that's a great question. We're still working on the answer right. to that. But um, you know, NGM they're really excited about gold, right? So our two best gold projects, they're definitely in their hands right now. Mm-hmm. What's really interesting is is both our Selena project, which we want to advance at one hundred percent. And our Big Blue project, which we recently staked, yeah. shows similar. Big Blue shows similar potential to what Selena looked like three years ago. So, you know, can we bring in partners on the copper base metal side for Big Blue? Potentially, yeah. We're always open to something in Selena as well, but it better be a good deal if we're going to give up our flagship, right? So there, it better be good for us and our shareholders. So we're pretty excited about advancing that forward, but we're pretty nimble about how we do deals. Right, okay. So what have you learned to date about the... And so I guess so, so some, sometimes these things are formulaic, right? You yeah. say, if we repeat that step-by-step process, we, we are more likely to have success. Okay, not guaranteed, because you don't know what's under there. But um, what, is that, what does that look like in terms of lining up more projects if you come with, with these guys? Well, you know, I think something that our team has done really well is a few. We all live locally, right? So we're sourcing projects that, you know, frankly, folks out of Vancouver, Toronto, they've never even heard of, right? And we're able to find these opportunities by being local, by being on the ground, by having relationships with the different mining companies, the different prospectors. So that's how we identify opportunities that, um, frankly, a lot of juniors operating in Nevada don't have. And so I'm proud of that. I think, you know, we live in Nevada, been there for a decade. And, um, you know, for example, Big Blue, that was a historic copper producer, produced 94,000 pounds of copper at 6.2% in 1916 and 1917. That hasn't seen any expiration in 100 years. Totally forgotten about story, right? right? No one's done anything there. Now Peter Magaw and the Reina Silver team, they're actually actively working the district. Yeah, we spoke to them earlier. Yeah, so we were able to actually kind of consolidate that district. It's now the two our two parties that are working mm-hmm. on it. It's a great opportunity. We're, we're getting inbounds from copper majors. No one had ever even heard of the project. Right. And I think it was that ability of our team to go out and source these kind of forgotten about stories. Let's say, let's kind of, it was like uh, Rick Rule in, in the EMA. So they, they love that kind of prospecting component in terms of adding value sure. um, super, super early on. It doesn't feel like it at the time, which you still got a lot of work to do. Um, and you, is it, you're just sticking with, I mean, which states are you operating in? Uh, Nevada's our primary. We have one project in Idaho. Idaho yeah. We're definitely the core of the company's Nevada. Right. Okay, fine. And and there's enough enough to be doing down there, enough to be, enough prospecting to be doing down oh, yeah. there. Yeah. Right. Okay. So let's come let's go back to Selena then. So you have spent how much money to date on that? 
Uh, we spent right around, I think, around seven million bucks, just off the top of my head. Right. Yeah. Okay. And age. where are you with cash today? Uh, we have three million in the bank. Okay. So you're going to need to kind of keep going through that process because it's it, it's quite. How much land is this? Uh, so we have thir- uh, Big Blue's 41 square kilometers. Uh, Selena's 39. So right. Big, okay. Big so projects. Big, big, big projects. And and so what's what's the intent with Selena in, in terms of you want to be in hundred control? I get it, but. To what end? How do you tell a growth story? How do you develop that? How do you build value? Well, you know, good explorers don't necessarily make good mind developers and, and mind builders, right? And in our case, our team's great at finding these things. We're going to de-risk it to a point where potentially maiden resource, right? Okay. Um, permitting, de-risk it on the permitting, de-risk it in metallurgy, and hopefully, um, you know, with the local stakeholders as well. Once we get it to that point, I'd hope that we're at a place where we're starting to see levels of interest from mid-tier to major base metal producers that want to come in and take it the rest. Right. So we're following that kind of cookie-cutter approach and yep. that model. So, so as a shareholder, if I want to be a shareholder in your company, I've got to work out what I'm buying into. So that we, we, we talked about a bigger near to stream coming down the line on that gold. If, if Selena follows the same pattern, potentially there. So you're, your company's here to find projects, take them to you know, a certain state, monetize it somehow either fully or with some kind of annuity stream yep right and so we kind of have a short and a long-term outlook right so our long-term are these deals with those Nevada, curves. Yep, yeah with Nevada gold mines we can participate meaningfully in that project all the way to production if that's how it ends up you know okay. advancing um what we really want to do like for example selena that has the potential to be a you know like western alaska they've had an incredible run um mm-hmm. we think we could be another western alaska minerals that's what the potential of that project is we drilled up to six meters, a 1,200 gram silver equivalent last year. Um, did not get a big push from the market, but I think that's probably no the sign of the market right now yep. or anything. But like, you know, we could see a material change to our market cap just from Selena alone. And then what we have is that long-term value in the deals. And I guess the means to monetize that in the short term if you needed to. We could, yeah. I right. mean, if the opportunity came up. And I mean, that's the thing. I think a lot of companies kind of tend to get married to product projects. And the hardest thing to do is obviously to sell when you sell, right? And I think whether it's a stock or a company, there's never a right answer. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, yeah, we want to see returns for our shareholders. I don't want to drag this out for 10 years. We want to have continuous, you know, deal flow, um, new discoveries, and hopefully we're able to monetize them. But I guess the longer you hold on to that, then the more certainty around production Correct. therefore yeah. the, the higher the value, higher yeah. the value it's always that balance right you know like where are you getting that best and i think you know where you are in the markets defines that too right so i mean i'm i'm a geologist i'm certainly not a, i'm still learning a lot of these things and i think it's there's never a right answer but um we want to see some near-term value out of these discoveries um whether it's strategic investments um that see these get moved towards development uh whether it's through a joint venture or we just sell the thing if it's exciting enough Right, okay. And talk to me about uh, shareholders who's, who's sitting yeah. in this. Yeah, so we got uh, EMX Royalty owns a good chunk. We actually spun some of the original projects out of EMX. Um, Extract Capital, myself, my co-founder, uh, own about 6% of the company. Management in total owns 10, um, including myself. And um, we have groups like uh, Rick Rule, Paul Stevens, um, some really big names in the U.S. retail market um, that have been big supporters of us for a long time. What kind did you get that? Uh, well, you know, actually, uh, funny enough, Paul was kind of uh, an introduction through the EMX guys. Um, got to know each other really well. He's continued to build his position over the last three years. Uh, and he introduced us to Rick um, a b- right before our last finance. Yeah, well, I think Rick's a thick supporter of or a thick call as yeah, well. Yeah, so, yeah, it kind of all came together, yeah. It's and disastrous in, in many ways. Okay, fine. So, like, I'm, like, I think that's enough in terms of a kind of basic o- overview of who you are, what you're trying to do. That's some 
quick success. I mean, congratulations on that. That's not on the stock price. Deals. Not on the stock price, but we'll we'll get. Well, that. no, no, that that comes. I think you got to get the fundamentals right. Sure. First, and the, the market will 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 come back. Whether you know, and obviously, commodity prices will help as well. But yep. It's fair enough. A little bit of uncertainty in the market at the moment, but it's a cycle. Yeah. We'll get there. Thanks very much for your time. Really appreciate, appreciate it. it. Thanks. Thanks.